You've tuned in to She Seeks Pearls, a podcast to lead you into bettering your days through seeking pearls of living that we uncover together. I'm your host, Dorothy, and in this podcast, we discuss vital pieces of wisdom learned that even in the chaos of life, help us to enjoy our days more. Join me. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. It has been a rough week in the Chronister house. This past week, we had to put our sad little dog down. Long story short, she was only three years old, but had a multitude of problems for most of her three years of life that just could not be fixed. So rather than seeing her suffer, we had to put her down. Also, we are recovering from the stomach bug, so (laughs) it is just all around a tough time right now. But hey, we're okay. Life is hard. We just try to keep on moving forward as best as we can. (laughs) So um, on that note, today's episode is on being genuine, and I'm going to throw this disclaimer out there. This is not meant to condone comments or conversation that is unloving or rude. So just throwing that out there right here in the beginning. So don't go on telling people exactly what you think if it is not in a loving and kind nature. A verse in Proverbs 18.2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. So we're not going to act like fools here. (laughs) There are multiple talking points to make when it comes to being genuine in conversation with others. So I'll just throw this Bible verse out there real quick as a reminder that we're not talking today about expressing only your opinion. Yes, you must listen when others talk and be quick to listen to them and slow to speak. So let's not be fools here and focus on expressing only our opinions. But when we do speak, let's be sincere and not dishonest. So I'm talking about this today because people have to love everything out of fear that someone will think they are anti-something, I guess. Now, that's kind of vague, but you know what I mean. For example, one time at work, I had a coworker approach me with an issue about someone. First, she mentioned that this person is gay, but oh my gosh, does she just love him so much, like he is so cool and he is so nice, and I sort of had to cut her off to get to the point and ask, so what's this about? (laughs) And then she mentioned the issue that had occurred, which had absolutely nothing to do with him being gay. While she was just blabbering on in the beginning about how much she quote loves this guy, I don't know, because that information was completely irrelevant to the situation. But this is what I mean. In today's society, so many people have done what my coworker has done, which was to quote love everyone, <laughs> even when they had an issue with them. So when people do this, it demotes the meaning of word love or whatever term they're using to describe that person. If my coworker said she loved that guy who caused an issue with her and that I had to untangle, yet she also said she loves her mom, does she actually love her mom? (laughs) After that incident, I really lacked trust in her opinions of people. She should have come up to me with the situation and given me the objective information about what happened so that I could handle the dispute. Why she had to proclaim that she supposedly was extremely fond of this guy, I don't know. But like I just said, it made me think less of the words she uses to describe her relationships with others because I don't understand how she could use such strong terminology, such as the word love, to describe someone who she barely knew that created a major issue for others. Hmm. 
It just doesn't make sense to me. But this is what I'm saying. I think that a lot of people today just find that it's acceptable to just state your love for another person that you barely know. Maybe it's a lack of creative word usage, maybe, I don't know. Like, um, I can find myself saying things like, oh my gosh, I just love Taylor Swift. (laughs) When I should probably say something more accurate, which is that I am constantly listening to her music and that I'm a big fan of her albums and that I'd definitely cry if I ever went to a Taylor Swift concert in person. So yeah, maybe this happens in our world today because people are lacking a different way to say things about others and it's very culturally acceptable to say that you love this or you love that. I remember in my Sunday school class years ago as a child, my teacher challenged us to save the word awesome for describing things God has done in our lives. Because something that is full of awe or that is extremely impressive is a word to use to describe God. Yeah, I'll find myself saying, that's awesome when someone says they went to Chick-fil-A the other day. I'm not saying you can't use words like love or awesome to describe everyday things like going to Chick-fil-A, but really, when you use such powerful words for very particular things in your life, it gives more meaning to it. Like, after that coworker said she loved that guy, though he was so rude towards everyone and only created problems, I doubted her anytime she said she loved anything else. Because what does that mean to her? Similarly, think about some of the words you use to describe things and try to find other creative ways to describe that thing or that person that you like so much. My sister-in-law is a teacher, and I remember hearing her say that she was teaching her kids to say more descriptive words, like when someone asks, how is the food? You can say words other than good. You can say you like the food because it's salty, tangy, um, it's hearty, or it makes your tummy feel happy. So yeah, I just always remembered that conversation after hearing my sister-in-law give me that example because it, it really does activate your brain to think of other ways to share information other than that you love something or that you didn't like something. And I really like that and I could do much better at adapting that way of communicating. So anyways, I titled this episode on being genuine because I think we can be more sincere with the words we use. I'm not saying I'm not sincere when I say that I love Taylor Swift, but really the truth is I just really enjoy her music and I know little to nothing about Taylor Swift and her personal life. And to be honest, (laughs) the less I know about the better. But it would be more sincere of me if I said that I constantly listen to her Reputation album and that I sing and dance to New Romantics with my baby girl because the bridge is so fun to that song to sing along to. So it would be more accurate for me to say things like that about Taylor Swift than for me to say that I love her because I really don't love everything about Taylor Swift. So my challenge to you and to me is to think about being genuine or sincere with the words that you use. This again is not a pass for you to be rude or unkind, but some of my greatest relationships and friendships are with those I can share my opinion and that they share their opinion with me. And it might be different than like we might have different opinions than each other, but then I admire that they can actually relay that information in a kind and forefront kind of way. 
I don't want a friend who just agrees with everything I say because that would be so boring. Oh my word, my childhood best friend Carly, she listens to this like crazy pop music and I'm lucky if she listens to something that's slightly slower paced. And me, I listen to a wide variety of speeds of music that Carly is just like, I'm not listening to your slow music crap. (laughs) She just, she doesn't like it. But she tells me that, and it's okay. We have a difference in opinions for what we like in music, but we're not going to hide it from each other just because we're no, we know we have different opinions on it, you know? But it's something that I appreciate about Carly and about being friends with her is because she is genuine in her thoughts towards something, and that means she's not flaky, and it's just refreshing to hear someone say for once that they don't love something. Okay, also, I constantly have this show called Parks and Rec on replay, and if you've ever seen this show, you know the character Chris Traeger, played by Rob Lowe. The character of Chris Traeger is that he just loves everything. And while I think he's supposed to be an upbeat and generally positive kind of character on the show, I find his stance just annoying. (laughs) I looked online and I couldn't find this quote, but um, when I watch the episode again, it will come to me. But at one point in the show, he says something about how Pawnee is literally the best place in the world. But then two seconds later, he says another place is also the best town in the world or something like that. Basically, he was trying to say that both places were like his favorite or like the best in the world. But you can't have two winners. I mean, come on, Chris Traeger. Don't you have any personal thoughts whatsoever? One town has to be slightly better than the other, in your opinion, but he couldn't say that. He had to say that both were basically the best in the world, but he said it differently so that it was acceptable to say that both were the best. He said, you know, called one of them the best place in the world and the other one the best town in the world. So, because he just didn't want to say one was better than the other in his opinion. So don't be a spineless Chris Traeger. Have some substance and be sincere in the most basic things, such as your opinions on what you like and don't like, and save those powerful words like love and awesome for those things and people that you believe deserve those words. I'm challenged with how I use my words, and I want what I speak to mean something. Proverbs 12.17 says, Whoever speaks the truth gives honest evidence, but a false witness utters deceit. I don't want to have idle talk, but meaningful talk. And part of that is, for me, speaking the truth instead of saying only what I think the other person might be happy with hearing. No one wants a friend, coworker, spouse, or family member like that. Be sincere in your opinions. Be picky with what words you use to describe the things that you enjoy. I know it will be hard for me to get out of the habit of using the word love to describe the things I like, so I challenge you right alongside me to be more picky with the words you use. Save those powerful words for the things that deserve it. For example, I like Taylor Swift's music, but man, do I love my husband. (laughs) So yeah, that's it. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you felt inspired to use your words more carefully after listening to this episode, please leave me a podcast review and subscribe to keep up with each episode release. Join me next Thursday where I'll be sharing with you my family mission statement. Until next time, have a great day and thanks for listening.